ding, 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 and welcome to Men of the Ring. And I'm Sean, joined out of Northern Africa by Matt, former kickboxer, professional boxer, and current mental health clinician. Matt and I try to challenge everybody to get their mental health issues in the ring of life. How's it going, Matty? Good. Good. How are you doing? <clears throat> um, I'm decent. Good. <clears throat> Trending upward, but yeah, tired out a little bit. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. Oh. But then again, you know, if you're not tired, I'm not really, I feel like I'm not doing much anyway, so I like to be challenged a little bit with my energy. But someday I'm gonna get back in shape, like I was. I think it was way back in <laughs> September of last year. So it's a long time ago now. Mm. And you're getting physically um, exhausted as well, eh? Yeah. I've, yeah. Been putting in, getting my miles in, getting my jujitsu on. <laughs> uh, Sweet. It's, it's fun. like. You like jujitsu then? I do. Um, it's, a lot, it's, it's a lot different than just stand up striking like you used to. <laughs> yeah, it's way different. It's um, yeah. It also feels like like yeah, you can do like striking, taekwondo, kickboxing stuff, standing up. You can do it when you're older, but you can't really compete. <laughs> You know okay. what I mean? Like, I don't want to, when I'm 70, I don't want to sit and hit mitts. You okay. know what I mean? Like, that's just a lot of pounding on your body. Okay. Where jujitsu is more rolling and, mm. yeah. So it's just not, in some sense, it's not nearly as hard on your body, you know, like impact wise, but like really? you got me in the face and you got Rug burning down the middle of my face. I look like Scarface right now. But, uh, <laughs> you get knee in the face and rug burning on the face. That's fantastic. Yeah, somebody rubbed his ghee all over my face, smothering me. <laughs> <laughs> um, don't get don't get that every day. No, but it's like um, it's fun getting incremental incrementally better. You know, like. Mm. There's like there's a purple belt, I think he is. Um you know, and as a white belt, like there's no way. In jujitsu that's just not gonna happen. Like he's just got too much time under his Yeah. <laughs> you know, but like at least I've grown from like he can submit me in fifteen seconds <laughs> to now it takes <clears throat> I think he did it in three and a half or four minutes. Oh, okay. But like, so I'm executing like one escape or a couple of escapes, you know, and putting pressure on to try and pass this guard, but he still eventually gets me, but sure. Like, um, you've seen that so progress. Just, yeah. Yeah. I still got choked out in the end, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it took him a lot longer and it, at least it like scared him a little bit, like put him in a bad position, you nice. know, 
where he still got out of it and then see the crush me but yeah you yeah. went a long way from surviving 15 seconds to three and a half minutes yeah but you, it's still fun what how long of a sparring round do you have uh usually between five and six gee that's a long round yeah it's not like a competition round. it's just a learning thing then uh, seems like a pretty common, like pretty common round, um, particularly for lower belts, upper okay. belts, they go a little bit longer. So really? sometimes roll for like those championship level matches. Like those are going like 15, 20 minutes, man. Like, well, two men enter, one man leaves. Like, good luck. <laughs> wow. You know? Okay. So, Interesting. I suppose. I'm only, you know, used to like UFC, you know, or whatever, where it's like f- the max they have is a five minute round, but yeah, it's a lot of conditioning it, for it to last that long. Yeah. But it's not like, again, it's very specific and like, and even with like MMA or kickboxing or boxing, you learn to rest like you okay. can't go all out for three minutes and call it good. Like right. you learn to rest in there. You learn to buy time five sure. seconds here, 10 seconds there, you know, a couple right. seconds here, but you learn. And so like that was first day was like, I was like, I did not, I didn't bring any of that knowledge with me cause I didn't have it. <laughs> okay. Sure. Sure. You know, sure, sure. but then, Within two weeks, like learn to rest and figure out where I can rest, when to rest. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it's a recovery. There's re- little recovery spaces you try to build in for yourself. Yeah. Um. I'm physically stronger than most people here. Okay. You know. So, like when I want to rest, like I just hold my position and be like, "Move me if you can." <laughs> okay. Sure. 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 Nice. And the, clearly the guys that are good can, but okay. Um, <laughs> I I think it's really like kind of impressive that you go from like a professional status in one sport to learning to learning a whole new sport where you're at the very bottom of that's that's got to be a humbling experience. <laughs> yeah. Rough. Yeah. What are you gonna say? I mean, it's got to be good for you, though. I mean, yeah, I like it. Um, so, I mean, you're also crazy enough to learn a second language. So, that's wild. That's a hum- that that'd be even more humbling for me. I think. <laughs> yeah, that is also not fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, cool. I'm glad you're going, getting, getting on, going with that still rocking um so we were talking about um talk talking a little bit about coaching and and like leadership right yeah that's where we were headed that's where we were headed okay a lot of that was just coming on like a a natural uh concept because we were talking about uh coaches in the nfl and how you know this is a season where people are 
rotating, looking for new leadership and, um, um, you know, it's pretty, it's always interesting study to see guys that are like really good, you know, technicians at court, uh, coordinator, great X's and O's, but then they try to command a, a room of alpha males and they're just not equipped for that, you know, yeah, which is fine. Some people are not that leader, you know? Yeah. That's always an interesting thing. Yeah. Here's a, here's a real interesting thought. Speaking of leadership, right? Mm -hmm. I think if you looked at the teams that are there, right? Outside of Dan Campbell, which he's only been coaching for two years now, right? Or head coaching for two years. Mm -hmm. Everybody like John Harbaugh, Kyle Shanahan, Andy Reid, you would say they're probably the three best coaches in the NFL. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could argue Shana, uh, McVay. McVay, yeah, for sure. But who else would you put there? Like, you know. Yeah, you would have put um, yeah, you would have put um, Belichick at one point, but not this year. Yeah. yeah. Oh, but, that's a great that's a great point. The leadership is mattering. Yeah, and well, even the Super Bowl last year, like Chiefs won the Super Bowl, but the MVP is Andy Reid. <laughs> like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, he just straight up out coached Nick Sirianni. The end. Like, but that's oh, really? what, I, I actually I'm I'm drawing a blank. I don't remember that. <clears throat> last year? Oh my yeah. goodness! They just out coached them like yeah. the things the adjustments that Reed allowed or had made for mm -hmm. the team like even stupid stuff down to cleats you know like oh yeah 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 that, I remember that being a big thing he made the adjustments and yeah. I do I, I do remember hearing people say that the Eagles were the better team they thought and so that points to your idea that Andy Reed just out coach, out schemed him, yeah. out led him. Yeah. Well, we'll just take this this guy. He's gonna punt punt return, <laughs> like Tony or whatever. Oh, Rice. Uh, Tony. Oh, 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 it's Tony. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like destroyed him. Like just. That's true. That's true. Good point. Like Ladarius, I believe, right? Yeah. Ladarius. Yeah, but like. Reed made those adjustments. Reed and uh -huh. I think it's Veach maybe made those calls on the GM, you know. And yeah, I've coached him. But anyway, back to leadership. Um what is it about those leaders that that gets them to the top? Because right. all those all the other coaches are Good leaders, right? It's right. like saying you like the people that got cut from the fifty-three man roster. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, they're really good football players, right? Every single one of them, you know, better right. than than most. I'd say, like, so all the other coaches. But what what sets those guys apart from the rest? 
Right. Well, I think um, this is something I've studied for a long time. And I think I heard a compliment. Speaking of McVay from the Rams, you just mentioned the, one of the best coaches that's not in the top four remain this year. And he said that, or who was it? Somebody was talking about him. Who was saying that? I forget who it was in the interview. They said that McVay um, was a relational coach. You know, he didn't yell at anybody or like, or or was it an asshole to anybody? He just, um, he had such a relationship with everybody. You just always wanted to like do the best you absolutely could. Mm-hmm. For him, every and in every way, in every body, in every position, and every coach, you know, beneath him, and um, I always thought that <clears throat> the one um, commonality I've seen in great coaches is able to build build relationships, almost like parenting a little bit. It's almost like you and I have worked with a very difficult level juvenile delinquents in the past. It's build um, high level. A relationship and then you're able to then have a high level of accountability as well so when you're like holding people at a high level of accountability because you have that relationship established there's not like a f you or get out of my face or you don't know what you're talking about because you have this relationship established mm-hmm. that's what i see as far as a commonality i mean that's pretty large overgeneralization or, or a generalization. But I mean, that's, I think that is a pretty um, good starting point for a conversation. Yeah. So, so you find the original you, aspect of it being the, maybe the driving force. The relationship building have found Yeah. Okay. Which is not that easy to do. Obviously not everybody is, great at building relationships there's a whole bunch of you know people on the team you have to like figure out how to have a connection point with each person you know Mm -hmm. what would you say i don't know um i I was just thinking that that's pretty interesting because i've heard like horror stories coming out of like john harbaugh and the ravens (laughs) when it comes to like relationships Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Um, especially with the guys on the bottom end of his roster. Um, now, now you're talking about John, huh? Yeah, that's that's what I've heard. Um, but as far as like what sets those guys apart, I, who's I think one thing is probably experience. Like when I think about it, like Andy Reid's been doing it forever, you know. Yeah. Uh, John Harbaugh. I mean, he's been in Baltimore Jeepers. Like he won a Super Bowl when I was in high school, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, he's, yeah, he's been he's had a very successful run for sure. You know, like and then he won one with Ray Lewis towards the end of his career. And then, but like Kyle Shanahan, like, yeah, he may not be a head coach, but he's been in the league since he's a toddler, you know, with his dad. Um, Starting in Buffalo, beating the Packers in the Super Bowl, you know, like, um, 
so experience seems to be a big one. Right. Uh, they've been there. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. they know where they're going. They've made the adjustments. And I think this, like when I thought about it last year, why it's so easy for Andy Reid to make adjustments. Like there's nothing new that you can throw out there on the field that he hasn't seen and made a plan for. Sure. Like, oh, you made that adjustment? Mm, we'll make this adjustment. This will be open. Right. You know what I mean? Where Exteriani's like, uh, our cleats aren't working. <laughs> What's right. What's going on? Why are they not working? Fix the field. <laughs> like, uh, change your cleats. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess I bet you some of that experience does allow him to have the poise you know the poise to like and not, to not panic you know and to say there is a solution somewhere we just have to find it yeah um, but yeah for those three like that seems like huge it's interesting yeah it's interesting that dan campbell the inexperienced head coach um I'm interested to see. He's so emotional. I don't think emotional. I think you do have to be emotional, especially in the game of football, but yet you have to have a very controlled emotion too, because similar to jujitsu or wrestling or fighting or even kickboxing, I would imagine you're trying to get somebody to react to you and expose themselves. You know, <clears throat> football's the same way. You're trying to get, you know, overcommit to the box so you can throw a pass, you know, for 25 yards down the middle, or, you know, it's, it's always like a, you have to control your emotions. Cause if you keep getting hit in the face and then all of a sudden you wind up big, you know, um, so like jujitsu, you keep getting put, you know, it, or I guess you guys don't strike. I'm talking, I'm thinking MMA, <laughs> bad analogy, but you know, if you keep getting, you know, pushed and pulled a certain way and you get emotional and try really hard and expose yourself, then you're going to get vulnerable for another, you know, for the takedown or for uh, a hold to be put in, you know. But that's Dan Gamble. He's very excitable. Let's see. Yeah. I'd be interested to see if he can control his emotions to be champion level material. Yeah. It's interesting. Like, he's kind of an outlier in this. Because he's been instilling a culture change, mm-hmm. which is a whole nother, whole nother thing. I'm sure the other guys have their own culture too. For sure, yeah. but he had to completely revamp the Lions organization from the Matt Patricia era just before him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Patricia like, era. yeah. So, so he is kind of an outlier, and it is a little different, but. Here's something I want to say. We got to wrap it up here in a second. But uh, Matt Patricia's interesting one to pull up because I can't say for sure, but the observations that I've made about him, he's kind of like the opposite. Um, He's been a very poor leader, um, very good, intelligent, like tactician. Not not tactician, but a strategist, Mm -hmm. Um, but not a good leader. And he always seems like he. I have this thing of this. We can go into this next week too, but this thing about alphas make the best leaders because Matt Patricia is always seeming to try to prove himself as an alpha 
and then belittling people around him, which is terrible for relationship building. <laughs> Yeah. Then, then you lose respect, and then nothing you da- try to do works, you know. Whereas you have a, some of these natural alphas, like, well, Dan Campbell is for sure. Andy Reid, I think, is for sure. Uh, Matt LaFleur, he does not have a physical alpha, but, or not Matt LaFleur. Um, well, Matt LaFleur, too, he's not in one of the four coaches, but I mean, he he's not a physical alpha, you know, but he must be a lot of confidence in himself, confidence in his, you know. Uh, relationship building his 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 brain power um you know some of these guys that are not physical um alphas necessarily you can still be an alpha in the room as far as confident in your yourself when i say confident i'm not talking about a fake ass alpha that like comes in tells everybody that he's an alpha or tries to show us out somebody who's like a confidence in themselves and can um instill confidence in others as well you know Mm -hmm. that i think is a really big starting point for a leader as well as far as to get the most out of people around them which i think is probably one of the you know the biggest points of being a leader right yeah okay well um little tight window here that we squeeze us into we could keep going and going i don't know if we said anything all that productive but um i thought it was good i enjoyed it it's a fun observation well, for sure leadership yeah um so build relationships <laughs> all right well i'll let you get, i'll let you uh get your day rolling there buddy um that's been men in the ring for today uh, like, subscribe, share if you feel inclined. Otherwise, we'll try it again next week. Thanks, man. Sounds good. See you. All right. See you, buddy.